0: Hey hey. Hello. Hi. We are 3 and we spill the tea on this journey of
1: recovery. recovery.
0: Yes, and we are telling on ourselves. Hi Lynn. Hi Vicky.
1: Hi Mark. Wait a sec
0: so good to be together again. It's been a long time. Long time.
1: Too long.
2: Well, you know, we have big, beautiful... Juicy. Full lives. Yes, very abundant. And we know um, the cliche holiday season, it really, it's a cliche because it's true. And we were busy. And, and try you try to get three people's schedules together. You in try. <laughs>
0: you try it and tell me how it
1: works out.
0: <laughs> I think we did a very good job of communicating with I, each other. I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Text messages. Yep. 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 It, it works. Yeah, it works. If it works, work it. It works because it works.
0: Yeah. It. <laughs> so what do we do here? Like, we really, what is our purpose? Here
2: on the, the podcast. podcast? Yeah. Um, well, I personally see it as my job to tell the people how many times I think the wrong things <laughs> and hopefully don't always follow through, learning some life lessons about uh, pausing taking a break, and try to be a better person, live an honest life. That's me. That's
1: me. So we're not telling on other people? No. We're not telling... Okay, so we're telling on ourselves? Yep.
0: We're telling on ourselves and... Sometimes we tell others what to do without even thinking about it mm. Oh yeah, because usually it's
2: something that I feel like I've already been there And I just want to help them out Yeah, on their, So they don't have to have all the pain and suffering that I may have had So if I can just tell them what they need to do, they can avoid all that mess
0: Yeah, and how does that work?
2: Yeah. How do you think?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have teenagers. I know exactly how that works.
2: And you know what's funny is several years ago, probably third, second or third year in recovery, my New Year's resolution was to stop giving unsolicited advice.
0: Well, that is the topic today. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's hard. It is hard. Especially, yeah. you know, and part of what prompted this topic was a conversation I had with a sponsee. Oh. Huh. And I felt like I was giving unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to dig into that with y'all. But first, first, first thought, thought wrong. wrong. Ding, ding ding ding
2: ding ding ding. So as we said, we are just coming off the holiday season for us Christians, and um, it was I was busy with work, of course. And uh was pretty much balls to the wall till the 22nd. And then my sister came in town on the 23rd. We had some things planned. We were going to do lots of fun things and try to condense as much family bonding, love, joy into a three-day... Uh, extravaganza. consolidated. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. how do you think that usually works out when you try <laughs> yeah. to cram everything? It's, it's in? like it's like
1: going to Europe on a three day vacation.
2: Are you familiar with a pressure cooker? Yeah. <laughs> we got all these expectations. Too much. We've got all these ideas of how we want it to look. You know, all the things. Yeah. And sister and I have gotten so much better over the years of communicating and going. Hold up the way you said that. But we still, it takes us about 24 hours of a lot of nitpicking and nagging and somebody getting mad and, you know, zit, 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 zit. And we went through that same growing pain. So we were driving over to my friend Carrie's on Christmas Day to have uh, dinner with her family. Thank you, Lorraine, for supplying the salmon that we had on our Christmas Day dinner, by the way. Yum. It was amazing. I got it this fall from salmon that she and Micah caught. So thank you, Lorraine. So we were driving over there and for whatever reason. So my sister loves to tell me how to do my hair. And I've been growing my hair out, right? And so when she first got there just on the Saturday, she goes, oh, bangs.
1: <laughs> she said it like that?
2: <laughs> and I went, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you know how I feel about bangs. So then when we we're driving over there, she said, you know what I think you need to do? Mm. Now, does anything ever good come from that? You know i think. Yeah. um You need a flat iron. And, you know, started to explain about the style. I'm like, I understand all that, but that's not what I want to do. So instead of me, like, just going, oh, okay, thank you for your input, I had to immediately go, no, I understand what you're saying, but that's not what I want. And, you know, so it became a thing. So literally two minutes from Carrie's house, we're not speaking because we're mad about the flat iron and mm. the bangs and the hair and all the things. Um, and I, she said something, and I remember I went, I'm like, don't say anything because it's just going to make it worse. So I took a breath and I didn't. And so there was silence. You and paused. I paused. And it was so hard because I wanted to say something like, you're, you're not the boss of me. You know, you know all the things mm-hmm. that sisters do. And if you have a sister, you understand. Um, they can really pick at us. But I finally, it took me uh, two days before I could do it. But I saw where it was going. I knew what I wanted to do. I had to get that last word in. And I went, Nothing. And then it diffused. We got to the house, and everything was great. So, yeah. uh, woo, it
1: was hard.
0: You dodged a bullet.
2: Tell you what,
1: there is a a book I'm I'm reading called uh, The Sun House, I believe, and it's really really good. And this woman does a lot of Sanskrit, um, and she talks about. And I'm going to butcher this, but she talks about how um, that that thing you want to say in anger, um, uh, something along the lines of um, is unsaid is the best digested meal, mm, yes. <laughs> right? Like, yes. cause you want to say it, mm-hmm. you, you need to say it, but if you don't say it, you know, and, and I mean, that's, that's that kind of,
0: that's good for your soul. Right, yeah, it right, right, right.
1: Yes. You well, know, it's hard. Oh, it's so hard.
2: And especially, I mean, hackles were already up and I was sensitive because I had gotten unsolicited advice, you know, already. So, uh, I think I feel anyway like I need to defend my decisions.
1: Mm, yeah. I still
2: go there sometimes, and I've gotten a lot better. And it's not like it used to be, but that that need to defend my decisions. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm just now really realizing this right now. That's where all that stems from, and in part of it's people pleasing. You know, all the things. It's like I'm good enough. This is why. Yeah,
0: I don't have to explain why. I'm just good enough. I like it. I'm going to do it how I like it, and nobody gets to tell me, you know, the the beauty of the adulthood. Yes. This is the cool thing. And gosh, I wish I had these skills when I was young. I know.
2: But we got them now. Yeah. Um, And I have a great definition for unsolicited advice. Okay. Um, It involves receiving information, advice, input, or suggestions from others you have not requested. This advice is often unwanted and can leave you feeling irritated, shamed, or judged. When someone offers their opinion on what you could be doing differently, it can sometimes feel like criticism. Hmm. And that was all that stuff that yeah. happened with the bangs and the hair, all of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and it's that thing of what what happens to me when I get unsolicited advice? I go to, what do you think, I'm stupid? What do you think, I haven't thought of that? What do you think? Mm. I, I know. I've already gone through all the... If you know me, you know I have gone through all the processes in my head, mostly. Probably, Probably. 300 times. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ad nauseum.
0: Oh, well, I, I had a sponsor early on, my first sponsor, Pam, and she was wonderful at not giving me advice. hmm In fact, I wanted advice. And it's interesting because I was asking my son before the episode, I was doing a mark. I was asking other people what they, you know, getting (laughs) their opinions on this topic. And I thought I would get a loaded answer from him. And I asked him, so what do you feel when I give you unsolicited advice? And he said, nothing. I don't care. I want you to tell me what to do. And it was so such a surprise I had no more questions because I said, I have a couple questions for you. And I said, <laughs> oh, really? And okay. it's just so different. And And I think coming from that, that reminded me of Pam. Whenever I would call and I wouldn't know what to do and I was just in my head and uncomfortable and irritable and restless and discontent and didn't want to be sober and didn't want to drink and all those feelings, right? And she would say... Well, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And I I guess what I'm realizing in this very moment is that I never really did think for myself
1: hmm.
0: for a long time, especially I, it, when I was thinking of myself, I was thinking of what you would want.
2: I was going to yeah. say it's it's more about how am I going to look, how people are going to perceive me. That's, what, that's where I went. And
0: how am I going to get away with doing what I want to do and mm-hmm. not looking like a snob or a mm-hmm. selfish person? I was very manipulative in everything I did, and I didn't see that until I got sober, and I think well after my steps, right? Mm-hmm. But the concept of someone going to someone with stuff that's going on in life was foreign to me too. I didn't go to people all I did was report what was happening and how unjust it was. Yeah. Yes. And how pissed off I was. Yes. And drama, drama, drama. And I'll tell you when Pam gave me that opportunity to figure out for myself what I thought, I started to gain more confidence in myself. Yeah. So one of the things unsolicited advice does is it takes away another person's thinking yes. and and choosing and being their own person. And we're all, you know, one thing I said when I was a manager, and I was really good at this when I was a manager in the workplace, I was good at not giving unsolicited advice and mm-hmm. asking what they thought. And it's two plus two equals four, but so does three plus one. There are so many different ways to get something done. And for each person, it's different. And if we can accept that, gosh, what a gift that is.
2: Mm-hmm. I think especially in the beginning of recovery when I was starting to feel like I was in my life a little more s- with stability, I guess more stable, um, I would look at the world and go, oh, you poor things. It, there's It's so much easier if you would just do X, Y, Z. And I wanted to share that, not out of a I know everything and you know nothing. It was my my joy at how much freer and easier my life was, and I wanted to share that. But if people don't ask, it probably means they're not either ready to hear it, receptive, don't care. There's a whole lot of stuff going on there. And that was an interesting lesson for me to learn as well because it was like uh, the neon sign. It's like I could see exactly, well, you know, if this person would just do this, then their life would be so much easier. And you have to, like, rein it in and go, hold up. <laughs> they right. didn't ask me.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I like, I like your definition because I, I, like, was thinking about my alternate one, which was like, okay. So you're giving me information, really your opinion, Mm -hmm. okay, based on your own experience, which all of our experiences are unique, um, which I didn't ask for, which then puts me in a position to question myself, my decisions, my own experiences, and to feel inadequate if they don't align with you. Yeah, Yeah, right. Which, I mean, there we go. So then there's actually like two sides to this, the giver and the receiver. Yep. Because I found some really great, great, great. I found found some some great quotes.
2: eh?
1: (laughs) I found some really great quotes about giving unsolicited advice. Mm -hmm. But the quotes were more coming from the point of like, um, don't do that. But then I think when we learn in recovery is also too. Do we just get people to not do things, or do we change the way? Because there's a giver and a receiver. And recovery allows us, right, when we get spiritually fitted, it allows us to receive things differently. Right. Right, And that's what your first thought wrong mm-hmm. was yeah. genuinely was like, you didn't change what happened. Mm-hmm. You changed your reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like the filter um, of maturity, uh, uh, security, um, integrity, um, you know, truth. Mm-hmm. Right, when, right. We,
0: is this my truth?
1: Right, absolutely, right. And, and so someone can, that's the beauty is that, Um, You know this this idea of being neutral, not agreeing, but being neutral, is an amazing thing because then it's not about um, people giving me advice and how I react to it. It's just about also realizing why are they giving advice and is the advice relevant? I have a choice. It's it's not they didn't give me a demand,
0: Mm -hmm. right? The the funny thing that I hear when people do this is, well, just being devil's advocate here. that one is <laughs> if i can if i can just stay calm to your point yeah. if i can stay calm during mm-hmm. that and listen because sometimes people have experiences that i might want right however you said something in the beginning that was really powerful is maybe i'm not even ready for that mm-hmm. i am not even on that plane or in that right. that my first step is, oh, oh okay, I, I got to think for myself and I'm going to fall many, many, many times mm-hmm. to learn because when you're riding a bike, you fall down and get back uh, on. that's how you learn. Yeah, You learn the balance.
2: Um, and when Mark was talking just now, what I thought of when you're the receiver and you're thinking, okay, what is the, why is this person doing this? Yep. What do they need? Yep. Then I'm able to tap into my compassion yeah. and go, oh, they, they need something here. Yeah. So if I can... <laughs> You know, let just let it flow. You can say thank you for your opinion and move on or, you know, and again, b- just be neutral. And, you know, it's a thing in Buddhism about there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. Yeah. And if you can stay neutral, then you're not attached to that. So it's not any kind of reflection of what you're in alignment with, what you believe in, what you're doing. That's just that person needing to do that. And you can give them, show compassion and go, yeah, you obviously need to do, and not in a shitty way, but you need right. to do this. And here I'm here.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you can get to the core of it too, which is, I mean, because I like this quote. It says, Unsolicited advice is always self serving.
0: Mm-hmm. But so yet, to but the individual that's giving it. R- right, right. Yeah. yeah,
1: to the giver, right? Yeah. But then I could even take it further than that. I think a recovery allows us to do that, which is to say, meaning they're just trying to help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever their motive is for trying to help me. They're trying to help, like it's like someone most likely, right? Well, right, right, it's correct, right. And I choose to see. <laughs> I, I choose to see the light, even if maybe it's just a twinkle, right? Um, but if someone loads my dishwasher, right now they're just trying to help, mm-hmm. but they do it wrong,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? They, I didn't ask for it, right? Now I can get all pissed off about that, but I mean the fact is, if I can look at the core of it, which is whether I can now go deeper and go. They don't think I know how to load my dishwasher mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, like that's the way they think I would load my dishwasher, whatever. That's how I'll do with with unsolicited advice. Right. When really, if I can, if I, uh, part of me, if I can get to the core of it, I can hear what they're saying, not take it personal and just throw it the same way that I would throw if someone loaded my dishwasher, which was they were trying to help yeah, and leave thanks. it at that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep
0: well and and I think it's that defensiveness that gets me when mm-hmm. I get that advice it's, yep. and it's always who is it coming from oh yeah, because yeah. i'm I'm when I'm not spiritually fit, when I'm not being neutral, I'm thinking, what are they thinking about me and i I, I haven't really looked at it that often of, oh, they're just trying to help and they want to be important in my life, they mm-hmm. care they're they. this makes them feel like they're contributing. And I think for a lot of people, when you get sober, people in your life are used to doing a lot for you or being a certain role for you. And when you get sober, and luckily when when we're communicating amongst ourselves, sober people... Pam knew that I needed to figure out for myself. My mom, who has been placating me and taking care of me and watching me flail, and I go to her and I'm like, I don't know what to do, is used to playing a certain role. And so understanding that they are still learning how to be with us in Mm -hmm. this new capacity because before the behavior that I gave them was most of the time asking them to do to. Do some heavy to lifting. Fix it, to fix yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's very much as the case with my sister. We both had to self-parent, and she took on, she's older than me, she took on the role of my mm-hmm. parent. And, you know, in our 20s and 30s even, we had a lot of growing pains, like a lot. But, yeah. again, in just the last few years, we've come to a whole new level of being able to communicate and say, things that might be uncomfortable but we stay calm and listen and don't try to either respond or react or anything and it's i just can't even express to you how much better it is but there's always going to be cracks because your family is like that they're the built-in triggers you know well yeah
0: they built they they installed their, the buttons yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and uh, it doesn't have to always explode when you push the button yeah i think that's what i'm i've been learning yeah. it doesn't have to explode when the button's pushed right because I, like I don't, that. there's no winning, and I guess maybe in the past that's what I thought is that I needed to win, I needed to be right. I don't know.
1: No, well, I mean, I think that's too. It's the subjectiveness of uh, so, like, if yeah, I guarantee, you, no matter what the topic, if Michael Singer reaches out to Vicky, right, she she gonna be open to any <laughs> advice, I mean, right? Any yes. advice,
2: hit me. So
1: again, right? It's it really kind of always depends on. Who it's know, from. It's, it's, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. That's the thing is that when I can see it for what it is, Mm -hmm. whether it's appropriate, whether it's whatever it is. And I know I set my own boundaries, but I think that's where I'm really grateful lately for the boundaries being I still kept thinking that boundaries were stopping people from doing things. Yep. And and I'm like, wait a sec. (laughs) I'm like watching Yellowstone, right? Like I'm making like I'm maintenancing my own fences. Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't need I'm not asking them to do it. Yep. You know, and so that that idea of, um, uh, but this is the quote I love. It says, "Unsolicited advice is the junk mail of life."
0: <laughs> yeah, right, big time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And and you know, oh, that is so powerful because I think about you know I send out emails for my business, mm-hmm. and I think about sometimes you get people yeah. that get really irritated with the amount of emails yeah. that you send. And I think about the way I take emails because I sign up for a lot of different things. Yeah. And and I just, I see them and and I kind of look at the subject and I just let them flow. Yeah. And if I'm interested, I'll put a star. And if yeah. I'm not, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's that thing of I'm not trying to, I can let it just be and wash over me depending on who it's from. Mm-hmm. And I think that where I'm going with this is I think that if I can look at things that way where they're not, it really is, it's that thing of, they do this at Apple, positive intent.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right? The positive intent meaning no one is coming to you and trying to tell you that you're, they're not coming from a place of trying to hurt you in 99% of the cases. They're coming from a place of trying to be helpful. And when I look at people being positive, and it's so much easier to do that with people in the program because you know they know where you're coming from. And I think if I am able to practice that, what I do in meetings, and think about it, even in meetings, I've been annoyed by certain people, mm-hmm. right? that they, Oh, they're telling me what to do. I'll never forget there was a woman <laughs> that I was complaining about my hubby at the time and she said, well, Vicki, you know... And, and you're not supposed to cross talk and mm-hmm. all this stuff but she pointed her finger at me there's finger pointing out there's three fingers pointing uh, back I at love you that one. Yeah. and i mean i was beside myself yeah. about this right <laughs> it was the first time i heard it I was oh. like oh she's not married to him oh. she doesn't know and, yeah. and now i get that yeah. right that that is a beautiful analogy and and i think when i can realize that someone isn't trying to Even if they are trying to hurt me, there's something in them that is hurt. I don't know. Yeah.
2: No, you're right. And again, there's the compassion that you can use to get past whatever feelings you're wanting to be defensive or defend yourself or get mad, whatever those things are. For me, when I when I find the compassion in a situation with the most difficult person on the planet who I worked with when I was in Alaska, that man <laughs> really pushed me mm. to the limit. But I found a way to find compassion when he really irritated. Right, me.
1: Right, was a huge teacher.
2: Uh, huh. he,
1: he was a huge teacher. Oh my god! He right, was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just seen yeah. her yeah, face. For, cl-
2: yeah, like, <laughs> uh,
1: huh. for, cl- for a class you didn't, you would have never signed up. for. I it. did
2: not sign up for <laughs> that, right, but right. but it gave me yeah. a, such a powerful lesson. Right, it's like, and again, you know, we're all the same under the skin. You know, we all have our struggles. I don't know anybody else's struggles. I can only tell you my story.
1: Yeah. So When I came into this episode, you know, expecting, right, that this was just going to be about the, the giver,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you
1: know, yeah. and, and you guys have kind of helped me see like that. It, literally, it's half, half the deal.
0: Yeah. Well, and think about as you work with people, you know, the 12-step, and as you're working with people, how do you both navigate that in your sponsor-sponsee relationships?
2: Well, I learned a very powerful lesson from my sponsor, and when there's a, they're having an issue or we're talking through something, what she always did, which I try to do now, is when it's finished, it's like, "Would you like to hear my insight?"
1: Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, we, and when we, you have, lead we have code with that, for that. It's yeah. called spiritual con- consent mm-hmm. because yes. that, that's what I, when I get reminded of that by my mentor or sponsor, I'm reminded like it's it's that opportunity. Yeah, because he actually will say it, even though I've given it to him, he will say it again, and that's that intro. That's that invitation yes. that opens the door for the solicitor.
2: And I've off, I've also learned the power of words. I I don't say, "Would you like to know what I think?" Would you like to know what I'm seeing? It's, "Would you like my insight?" Mm. As opposed to, "Do you want to know what I think?" See how different that is.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Or what?
2: I. This is what I think you should do. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Which is what you're doing with unsolicited advice. This is what I think you should do because you're yeah. wrong and I'm right.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: Well, and how do you, do Do you find that you, when someone calls you and asks you about something and how do you navigate that if you don't know what, if you don't have an answer?
1: That's the Best kind of answer. Mm-hmm. This is the best answer. I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Good, um, question. yeah that's good question. Yeah, good question. Good. Well, because it is right. Mm-hmm. It, like I mean, I, there's nothing greater than being introduced to a new idea, and not me having that's an old idea. If I have the answer, if I have right, and so it, also that we because now all of a sudden I've taken something that I'm gonna figure out right. And we talked about that that I I mm-hmm. I and it's no, like, we should call so-and-so or, um, you know, asking each other questions, right? It's almost, um, I think, just that inspiration for, um, you know, understanding. Mm -hmm. Because that's, again, it's it's so funny how our minds work because we're really, (laughs) there is no, like, it's not this right answer, wrong answer. It's so subjective based on our mood, based on our experiences based on, you know, I mean, every element and all those different elements um, have a factor. And that's why the same thing you could ask me about, I could give you advice um, today Mm -hmm. that would be completely contradictive of the advice I might give you in a month from now.
0: Well, right. So we change so much in this pro. What I've learned for me is that I change so much in this program and when i hear things that ring a bell in me that twinkle in yeah. me mm-hmm. i i really try to hold on to them and use them and that's what's so cool about being in a meeting whether you're listening to a speaker or whether you're having a conversation you know a topic it's not a conversation is people just get to share their thoughts yeah. right and and their own opinions and When I am open and neutral and listening, that's where I find this higher power, this Mm -hmm. God, is, oh, wow, that rang a bell inside me. So there's a reason. And I think when talking with someone, and and the greatest thing is the listening side of it and asking more. I think the asking more questions to Mm -hmm. get... Because usually... If I'm going to my sponsor about something, it's not about that
1: thing. No. Well, yeah, no. It, yeah. When that's the the best advice, is, is is like you said, helping someone come up with the answer.
2: Well, that's that's, that's the, the best advice because number, number one, I'm
1: already coming in right. with a preconceived idea of what I need to hear. That's
2: number one rule in therapist handbook.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> what do you think about that?
0: <laughs> and what else? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 so the lessons I'm learning here in this episode are: uh, be open, mm-hmm. and also, I don't know is a perfectly fine answer. Yeah, I don't know, and there's always someone that does. There's always someone that's lived through something. Yep. Yep.
1: You want also the idea of like no solicitors, right? That sign on your door. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Because what you're actually saying is anything I don't want. <laughs> uh-huh. So you're making this, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm turning away solicitors and Tool tried to come up and offer me front row seats for free. Right. right. And I you know, and I have this rule, no, solici- no solicitors. And it's like, okay, so I missed out on that. Yeah, you, right? you didn't get the candy Again, bar. so back to the receiver. Mm-hmm. Right, um, if I'm
0: closed. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. And,
2: and even uh, on those times when you if you can't allow yourself to be open you didn't you didn't even know you needed to hear something yeah. and you know that's the beauty of yeah. meetings when when people share I'm, what 99.9% of the time I walk out going I didn't even know I needed to hear that today mm. but wow what a gift
0: yeah right mm-hmm. right and and i think that that's the whole thing you hear all the time you have two ears and one mouth right yeah. and i think the humility comes in as a friend, parent, sponsor, human on this earth, mm-hmm. the humility comes in for me when I am able to actually listen without saying, oh, this is what I think you should do. When I am actually able to, bringing it right back to what you did in yep. that conversation, when I'm able to pause and kind of go inside and see what is this doing mm-hmm. here? Am I am I connecting the dots or am I just reacting? Right.
1: Yep.
2: Good yeah, stuff. it is good stuff. A uh, big golden nugget for me was, Mark, about boundaries and um Reminding myself that the boundaries are not to stop someone from doing something, but they're just for me. Because that's a that's a reminder. And when, when we're in that that exchange of unsolicited adv- advice and I'm the receiver, remembering to just take a breath, close your mouth, and listen, and then move on, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I got to open the gate to a fight. <laughs> was like, yes. well, what was the gate there for? Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, the other thing is if I do give unsolicited advice yeah. accidentally yeah. or purposefully— mm-hmm. Yeah. I get to I get to own it, right? This is one of the beautiful things about amends and about 10th steps and about this program mm, that yeah. I've found is I get to fix things that I don't feel so good about cuz before if I would give unsolicited advice, yeah. well first of all, I this is before program I would be annoyed that you didn't take it and that you yeah. keep coming to me with the same shit and oh you're not going to take my advice why are you asking for my advice well maybe they're not asking maybe they just want to yeah. vent right yeah. but but today the, the idea of it really is that person's journey it's it's kind of along this boundary side where I end and where you begin right yeah. and and that is is really the idea it doesn't I don't have to give or get advice
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think you guys reminded me of, I mean, don't give advice. Now, <laughs> right? don't, now, if someone asks for advice, right, then you're sharing your advice. But I guess the difference between giving and sharing. Yeah. Because, right, but that, that in other words, there's that introduction, there's that opportunity, there's that encouragement, yes. like you said with your son, right, which was, please, please do. You know, I am open to it, and and, and then reminder too. Um, you know, I'm gonna point at Vicky because that was my golden nugget. Was I'm pointing at Vicky with one finger, and three are pointing right back at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I liked what you said. My golden nugget of this episode is I choose to see the light that's only a twinkle. Mm. And so many times, if I I miss those little those tickets that are you know someone yeah. opens up for me if mm-hmm. i am completely closed off and defensive so if i can open up a little bit with my fence yeah right yeah uh knowing where i end and where they begin and and really the other golden nugget to this is i don't have to take the advice mm-hmm. i don't have to take it right. as an attack i can just is this true is this if and if it is triggering something in me, if there it, it is, is there, if it,
1: there's your, there's your journey, <laughs> yeah, there's your lesson, that's a lesson, yeah. <laughs> that's something you might go ask for advice on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Can exactly. you help me with? this? <laughs> uh, good stuff.
0: Well, we're wrapping up. Uh, anything else?
2: Happy 2024. I've already written the wrong date at least 10 times. Yeah, i had to I I haven't done that. I did paperwork last week. Every time I'm like, God damn it. I'd have to go through and fix it. Good, 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 good. good. White out, white out, white out.
0: Well, like and follow and share if you care. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And we are grateful to be here.
1: Thanks for sharing, Sharon.
2: Thank you.